in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! Welcome everyone, you're listening to The Prop Shows All. I'm your host Ben. And on today's show, we have some proposals for you. A surprise! Who would have thought? So Ben, please explain to me, what is the prop show? I've got a feeling that your mic's not working. How about this one? Oh, oh yeah. Much better. <laughs> so if anyone was enjoying those first 10 seconds without Vicky. <laughs> first proposal is that Ben stops sucking at this. Hey, you're the one who chose the wrong mic. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. So this is your uh, co-host, Vicky, and we're going to propose things. And my first proposal is, Ben, explain what is the prop shozel? Well, I think that is one of the 40 words that the Inuits use for ice. Ah, yeah. is it? Mm, I've heard. I'm, I'm not that familiar with Inuit. It's also <laughs> it's also the name of our Sin radio show, which you are listening to right now. On Sin. Congratulations. <laughs> so uh, we, as I mentioned, propose ideas. Maybe it's ways to take over the world, or maybe it's ways to pick up ants with skewers. <laughs> I find that the best way is chopstick style, so you get yourself two skewers. Um, yeah. Sure. So first, prop shows all, proposal off the rank. Ben, I walked into the studio today and and you sort of did the it burns vampire. I had a big night last night. I'm face. hilarious like that. <laughs> it's all about the physical comedy before yeah, we get yeah. on the radio show. We get it out of our systems was, before we become just talk. That was my warm up act. So we <laughs> we don't have anyone to uh, you know be a warm up comedian before the show. We've just got about fifty minutes of football banter. So to entertain ourselves, to get us in the mood, I've got to be like, oh, Vicky's here. Pretend the light burns my eyes. <laughs> That's really weird. It's very rare that the main event is also the warm-up act. Before Coldplay, we're going to have Chris Martin <laughs> <laughs> singing the songs of Ricky Martin. <laughs> well, I, uh, I went to Penn and Teller in Las Vegas. Yeah. And Penn was his own warm-up act. Seriously? Yeah, as you, as you come in, he's playing uh, double bass. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite nice. What did Teller do? Appreciate? Well, he's always very quiet. So I, His skill is music appreciation. Yeah, he just stood in the wings or something. And enjoyed it. Probably, well, I don't know. They've been doing it for 20 years. He's probably over it by now. <laughs> I like to think that he still finds uh, Penn as surprising and enchanting as the day they met. I, I've heard him mime that before. <laughs> so our first proposal is after I, I walked in, I said, Ben, had a big night, did you? And uh, you said... like, medium night. And I was like, oh, okay, what did you do? And so I went to the movies last night with a friend. A male friend? Sure. Would It be? It a... wasn't a date. No, it was not a date. No, because date is outside the night rating scale. So I think we need to finally negotiate where is the night rating scale so we can all understand what we're talking about when we say big night, medium night, small night, school night, date. So you accused me that a medium night isn't... Well, I said that sounds like a small night. 
Yeah, but my opinion of a small night would just be like sitting at home alone, you know, whittling. But that's a... <laughs> nah. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> that's up at the scale. That's a historical night. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't realise there's so many categories. That's a night at Sovereign Hill. <laughs> oh, the black night, as you will. What? You know, the you know white night when they're going for a duel. Never mind. Sovereign Hill's not that old. Have you been? It's like the gold rush. No, they've progressed through history. No, they don't. <laughs> I thought they were just like permanently a few hundred years behind us. <laughs> so during the gold rush, Sovereign Hill was all about the Middle Ages. Yeah, so if, if you've, if you've uh, not been for a while, it could have updated. It's like if we made um, Future World. So now it's like the 80s yeah, well, in Sovereign Hill. It's like you go to um, Disneyland and they've got the world of tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like constantly what the 80s thought the future would be like. They haven't updated it. No, it's the worst. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So do people have like giant cell phones with antennas and stuff? Yeah, pretty much. And there's like bubble cars and stuff like that. <laughs> but then you get to like at the like the end of that world, there's like a new area where it's Why like, did they bother? Isn't it pretty much the Jetsons? Yeah, pretty much. They, they just copied the Jetsons. <laughs> just go watch the Jetsons. But it was uh, Disney, so they didn't have the rights. That was, you know, Hanna-Barbera, so they had to make their own fake Jetsons. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then you, you go through the world of tomorrow and there's like a new bit where it's like, oh, here's smart houses and stuff the world like that. Of day after tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, <laughs> World it's of Friday, if today's Wednesday. <laughs> so uh, so we're in the after the world of tomorrow element at Sovereign Hill. Is oh. my long-winded point. My mistake. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> I think that that's a school night. Whittling at home is a school night. But can- Even if it's not on a school night, that's a school night. School night is the category, not the time of the week. No, if I... Because you can have a big night on a typical school night. Yeah. I don't argue with that point. So school night is a label, not a not a state if, of being. If I, you go, hey, Ben, big night last night. I'm like, nah, school night. Yeah. you like, what the hell are you talking about? No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, you stayed at home and whittled again. No, that's a Where's my bird? Night. Please get <laughs> yeah. this right. Where's my wooden elephant, you promised? <laughs> yeah, if I went to whittling school, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're way off here. I think a small night is... You know, staying home on a Friday night and just watching, you know, a film at home. If you go hang out, that's qualified. That immediately bumps it up to no, level. No, I disagree. Because hanging out with Julian, your best friend, pretty My much. Hetero life mate. <laughs> your hetero life mate does not count as a medium night. That's not like, yeah, I went out and did something last night. You hung out with your best friend uh, at I'm, the movies. I may have a new best friend. I've just got a text. Just have to say, Ben sounds gorgeous. Hashtag Damo. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, Damo. Thanks, baby. Or maybe he's saying DN, DNMO? He wants to have a DNM with you. What's with the A stand for? Oh, D and M. Yeah. <laughs> D and M-O? Sure. That's like sort of the Australian slang way of saying it. I like, like the- Ben, you sound gorgeous. Let's have a uh, let's have a DNM together. I like to think of this uh, show as a one-way DNM. <laughs> so it's like, he, I don't have to hear anyone talk to me except for you. I was like, then who yeah. the hell am I? That's why I had In the words of Bonnie Bear. I was quite happy. If all your banter is wasted, then who the hell am I? It was good to have Vicky's mic not working for the first five seconds of this show. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite nice for a change. No, uh, it's a one way DM. He's wearing a leather jacket, ladies. As is my new signature move. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I would say Small Night is going out to say something not that interesting with someone you would hang out with a lot. What? So, like, the movies, with your good friend. And then medium night is, like, going out to, like, a party with a group of friends but not staying that late or just going, like, to have a hangout at someone's house. Mm. And then a big night is, like, your typical, you know, big night out. Where you finish off at, like, 2am and lying in the gutter or something. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know. I think you're... Uh, and then you're school under- night is when you sit at home, even if it's not on an actual school night. And then a date's a date, and you've got historical night. And that's all of the ratings. <laughs> that's, that's the whole the whole uh, category system. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why does historical night go? <laughs> I don't know. Is there, is there this many people that are like... Ooh, it's not big, it's not medium, but I did whittle a lot. <laughs> I did a whole lot of sock darning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hipsters are taking off, Ben. I feel like sock darning is the one thing from the past that is yet to see the light of hipster historical appreciation shining upon it. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like knitting became cool. No, but what's, like, what's sock darning? It's like when you sew up the holes in your socks so you can continue to wear them. I've got so many socks at home. I don't know how I've accumulated. <laughs> you know when you're like... <laughs> Vicky's about to fall off a chair. I nearly off. fell backwards off the chair. That was the gasp, not my shock at Ben's sock ownership. Don't die. It's uh, it's not... You know, it's too early for a snuff radio. <laughs> you know you lose socks in the washing machine or dryer or whatever. Yeah. I seem to have... You're acc- trying to? I've, I'm trying to so badly. I seem to have accumulated... Like, Other people's lost every socks. Yeah, every single lost sock at the moment that has ever gone missing. I've somehow found recently. I can barely close my drawer because of all the socks. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So to, to have even the notion of having holes that I would need to sew up to keep my socks that badly is so ludicrous to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Silver tail, Ben. Are you, are, are I think you, Damo's getting even more turned on. You're a rich boy. And it's gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. You got two socks to worry about the holes. Too many socks to worry about the holes. <laughs> that You're getting and, into that. And Vicky's other hit singles about sock darning <laughs> coming soon. Anyway, speaking of hit songs. Wait, but can, can you darn other things rather than socks? Or not is, that I've heard of. I think it's just sewing. It's just they didn't want to call it sock sewing. Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds a lot more fun than it is. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, if you start saying sock sewing, it sounds like you're doing something interested, interesting. <laughs> anyway. It's a big um, night. It's a big night. <laughs> it's a big night. No, it's historical night. You're confusing people. Ah, so easily messed up. <laughs> so today's theme for songs is, again, video games, because I had so many left over from that. <laughs> Hang on. My love letters continue. Yeah? A hot night would be a night out with you, Ben. You have a sexy voice. Love, Pete XX. <laughs> And I know that's just not our friends playing the uh, joke on us because I was sent by different uh, message lines. Are you sure? Or were they both sent from the web? One was sent from the web, one is SMS. Well, there you go. You think, you think <laughs> Pete and Damo were the same person? Vicky, don't rain on my man parade. Well, we'll come up to raining on people's parade right after Still Alive by Lisa Miskovsky, made famous from the video game Mirror's Edge. Yeah, if you uh, hadn't caught on, we were doing another video game themed song episode. You've just had your ears wrapped around Still Alive by Lisa Biskovsky, uh, made famous by the video game Mirror's Edge, and your, those ears were pressed against Cinefm. Oh, <laughs> wasn't sure where you were going with that, but I'm glad you so eloquently wrapped it up. <laughs> well, they have this thing where we're not allowed to say that was, so the way that I backing out songs is just becoming more and more outrageous, trying to avoid saying that was. <laughs> <laughs> Damo is hitting on me some more, which I'm loving this episode. I can tell. (laughs) Feel free to text him and say how sexy my voice is. No, we don't have to have that. Let's just spend the rest of the episode talking about what we're wearing. Sure. (laughs) 
Or not wearing, as the case may be. Huh? Huh? I'm not wearing a lot of things. <laughs> Is this going to be a guessing game? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like... <laughs> well, I'm not wearing... Reverse guess who. Is, <laughs> is Vicky got a sombrero? <laughs> I am not wearing a sombrero today. That is one image you can take out of your mind. Oh, my gosh. The greatest thing happened with a sombrero the other day. This is completely unrelated <laughs> to the segment. That's how all my favourite stories start. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stupidest story ever and no one will laugh, but I was so happy. I was standing next to my wardrobe and it's like a freestanding one. It's not like in the wall. Also known as your sombrero Well, <laughs> my area. sombrero sits on top of it and I sort of tripped and banged into the wardrobe and the sombrero slid off directly onto my head. Nice. <laughs> I know. Were you like, why wasn't anyone around to see that? I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best day ever. Arriba. <laughs> <laughs> I better take a quick siesta. <laughs> well, speaking of siestas, I'd like to propose... Um, I thought you had another sombrero story then. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of siestas, this one time I had my sombrero and stop of a hat stand. <laughs> I'd like to propose an acceptable way to get out of prior or no upcoming engagements. Oh, yes. I think that a scheduled nap is enough. Go on. <laughs> so, for example, I usually have a scheduled nap Saturday afternoon. Every Saturday? Yeah, pretty Why? Because I get tired. Why? You, like, from all your big nights out? <laughs> well, I go out Friday night, then I come here, and then I go out Saturday night and Sunday night, so I need a, a little nappy. Why don't you just, like, sleep longer or something? I can't. I have to come here. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I realise that as I was saying. I'm like, yeah, don't do that. Probably... Would you like me to do that? Because, great, thank you. <laughs> Why hasn't this come up earlier? So, like, but I assume prior to... Apparently I'm just the voice that interrupts the smooth, sexy voice of... Ben. Yeah, Damo hasn't texted in for like three minutes. I'm feeling insecure. (laughs) Sin's answer to Richard Mercer. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I assumed though this was going on before we started the radio show. No. Oh, really? It's just Uh, been the last six or seven weeks that you've been Saturday afternoon nap. No, I used to have a Saturday twilight nap. What the hell's that? I dream about that's, Bella and yeah, Edward all day. Yeah, that's where I go underneath my Bella and Edward blanket. <laughs> no, like, I'd get home from work, say, six, this yeah. is in Tokyo, and then sleep for two or three hours and then go out. No, I'd get home from work at, like, seven, then sleep for two hours and then go out, like, nine or ten. And so you're saying a nap, a like, scheduled nap yeah. is an adequate excuse for cancelling so other sometimes, plans? Not cancelling, but if someone says, oh, Vicky, I want to see you on Saturday afternoon, I'm like, I can't, I've got something on. My nap. Well, I don't say that. Well, what, what, they, what happens when they come back to you? Like, oh, I might join you. I don't tell them what it is. I just say I've got something on. And they don't... No one ever says what. That's like, <laughs> who are these people? Only the FBI says what. Yeah, I don't believe you. Well, now you've, you've broken your silence. Everyone knows what you're doing. I know. The truth is out. It's a scheduled nap. And sometimes I have other scheduled naps. I plan them out. I never used to be a scheduled person, but now that I'm doing my master's, I need one. And that includes scheduled naps, which are important to me. It seems like you could just go to bed earlier or something so you don't need as much, you know, afternoon sleep. I could. But then I go out on those nights. So you already have chances to see me. Schedule your time in and then I won't take it over with a nap. I don't I don't really need to see you that badly. <laughs> exactly. Then fine. Cool. Great. I get to have a nap. No, I'm I'm not on your side on this one. I w- it sounds like you might be on my side. You say you don't need to see me that badly. No, Fantastic. I can have a nap. What level of event are you cancelling? I guess is what my point is. Like weddings. Yeah. <laughs> Just weddings. I really yeah. they they drag on. All you know. religious related ceremonies. <laughs> no, pretty much anything outside of a big event. If it's a birthday or like a wedding or like a friend that 
absolutely has no other times in the week that we can meet. Then I'm like, oh, open up my Saturday afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I think you're being uh, strict with this. You've got to be able to find another time to sleep. There's... People can't schedule their lives around your sleeping habits. <laughs> They're not scheduling their lives. I'm not like, hey, everyone, no one can go to work while I nap. I need you guys to stand by the bed and protect me from predators. No, but I'm they, like, you guys can do what you like. You just can't see me. Well, I don't know if you know this, but regularly throughout your sleep, I like to get a few people together to hover over you like paranormal activity. <laughs> I've and, yet to notice, surprisingly. Yeah, I know, but you're really taking up a lot of my time, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I propose that a nap is an acceptable excuse to get out of a scheduled event. Do we pass that proposal? No, I'm proposing that you're just lazy and you should go to bed earlier. <laughs> so what if I said, Ben, let's hang out at, like, what time do you go to bed? Like a, or awkward? Well, last night it was probably about 12.30. Okay, so if, what if I said, let's hang out at 12.30, it's the only time I can hang out with you? At, what, you want to hang out with me at midnight? Yes. That's not an expected hangout time. Yes, but. it is. No. Midnight on a Friday night is it definitely an expected hangout time. Why do they have nightclubs open? No, oh, no one's going to come at midnight on a Friday night to my bar. What was I thinking? If, no one hangs out on a Friday night. If you've already been hanging out for like the first couple of hours prior no to No way. That. Clubs don't get started till midnight. I'm not going to these clubs. <laughs> Screw that. Exactly. See? I'm not, am I supposed to bend my life to your sleeping schedule? Mine's, I've got a regular schedule. No, you don't. Whatever. I'm, <laughs> I'm not passing this proposal. Let's go to a song. Previously on Sin City. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Cindy. Let's get new identities, skip town, and leave this life forever. Okay, I'm Jake Manley, PI. I'll be coming, Sinclair. We completed our first case. Are we rich yet? Not even close. And now, the thrilling continuation of Sin City. People say the mind is a terrible thing to waste. I used to say that too. That is until I became a teacher. Then I realized that saying doesn't apply to everyone. It might sound harsh to say about kids in the third grade, but trust me, spend an afternoon with them and then tell me I'm wrong. At first I thought it was my job to do something about it, to nurture every one of their precious little minds and tell them they could all be whatever they wanted, to become the things in their drawings, the astronauts, firemen, radio show hosts and Olympians of tomorrow. It didn't take long for me to realise that no matter how hard I tried, my students were never going to amount to any of those things. I was still going to help them to blossom into the leaders of tomorrow to fill their roles in society and void end up strung out on some street corner or worse. It's just that under my tutelage, rather than running for mayor, they'd be running from the cops. You can make a lot of money as the head of a drug cartel, and if you play it right, when things go bad, you're sitting on a beach in a faraway tropical island somewhere sipping maitas while your goons take the rap. Sorry, I was trying to focus on this stakeout, but... Are you seriously telling me that rather than teaching your kids how to spell and do their times tables, you are educating them on the ins and outs of how to run a criminal organisation? No, of course I'm not saying that. They still need to know basic math. How else are you going to realise that one of your crew is trying to rip you off when a deal is going down? But you are teaching nine-year-olds how to get away with illegal activities. Ugh, you're sounding just like all those kids' parents. You see, the problem with being a visionary like me is that at first everyone calls you crazy. But you'll see. Time is going to prove me right on this one. 
You are crazy. You're regularly showing me your medical certificate saying so. Oh, I'll show you all right. I'll show all of you. You know, shouting things like that isn't helping you seem any less insane. Not trying to. That certificate got me out of three weeks at work. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. So uh, tell me again how raising a class of little Tony Sopranos is a good thing. These kids go to school right outside of Sin City. By the time they're 15, 90% of them will end up joining a gang anyway. At least this way, when they join, they'll be surrounded by 20 others that they know and trust. That's the kind of gang that goes places and doesn't end up dead or in jail. That's the kind of gang that could be in charge of this place one day. And here I thought that the ones in charge were, I don't know, those without the needles in their arms. You've got it all wrong. We're on the same side here. You know as well as me that the mayor or the cops don't run this city. The people run it. Yeah, bad people. Right, because they weren't lucky enough to have someone like me to show them the way. A lot of Sin City's gang members never went to school. My kids already have the upper hand on those guys because they have the admittedly basic book smarts plus the street smarts. The rest got a late start in the game because when they went to their career counsellor, they were told to get a nine to five. But what happens when the J-O-B doesn't work out for them or they just want to make a little something-something on the side? They end up falling into a life of crime regardless of their initial ambitions. Now, just imagine what those people could achieve if they cut right to the chase, if they were told from the start that their role in society is to fight the law. I'm helping my class make the right choice and avoid doing drugs. I'm just not stopping them from profiting. If there's a demand, someone's going to supply. And whoever's doing that supplying is going to be making a whole lot of money. Why not get in on that? It sure beats minimum wage at the drive-thru. I'd still prefer the drive-thru to the drive-by. Where'd you learn all this, anyway? TV. Well, you've clearly thought this one through. You're like Planned Parenthood for gang members. Trust me, it's going to work in our favour to have them as allies. Despite the PTA not agreeing with my methods, in a few years, Miss Cindy's third graders will be running this place. Especially with an intimidating gang name like that. Ooh, look, there's the guy we're waiting for. And there's his mistress. Quick, snap some pics and let's get the hell out of here. Trust me, I'm not staying here any longer than I have to. This is third grader turf now. Hey everyone, and you're listening to The Prop Showzel. On Sin. If there was a bit of a delay after that song, it was because I put my headphones on backwards. (laughs) (laughs) And it was also because we were talking about an iPhone game. Man, our our talk breaks during the song breaks are so great. I don't think we should have songs, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We should just go back to discussing... We'll just uh, have the... Personal stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Ben and I, when the mics go off, we just start talking about... Basically the same as prop shows or stuff, except stuff that really couldn't go to air. We should just we should just keep the mics running. Put that at the end of the podcast or something as the in-between bits. <laughs> anyway, so we've got a few SMSs that we'd like to read out. Yeah, sure. Well, we just got one from Damo. We've got several from Damo. Let's go through the list. He was saying, I don't care what anyone says, Sin City just then was way better than the Shire. <laughs> so, Are there people out there? Yeah, there was a lot of people <laughs> that were comparing the two. Saying like, oh gosh, just put the Shire on, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, finally, someone who agrees that we've uh, one-upped them. <laughs> Someone's on our side for a change. I was tired of fighting the good fight against the Shire alone. And he uh, also offered to darn my socks if he knew how, which was nice <laughs> of him. Vicky got a secret admirer. Why are you not reading that out, Ben? It's not getting much... Light of radio time. <laughs> it says, Vicky, I'm imagining you wearing socks and a watch, just enough to leave something to the imagination and keep your feet warm. I am wearing both socks and a watch. 
Correct. Yeah, no. <laughs> Damo again is texting in about he was desperately seeking a sombrero, which does that mean that your two admirers conflict? Yes, I think I've turned Damo to my side. <laughs> the sombrero story was too amazing. Who wouldn't want a girl that a sombrero chooses over the floor? Is this like the sorting hat or yes. something? No, it chose to be upon me. Oh, okay. I I'm the chosen one of the sombreros. I thought it might have just been chosen by you when you drank a fishbowl margarita or something. <laughs> no, it chose me when it came off the wardrobe. Sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, and it's more like the sword from the stone than the sorting hat. It falls upon the sombrero's chosen person. <laughs> <laughs> a sombrero came from the sky and fell on me. I'm obviously the chosen person of the sombreros. Does that mean you have to fulfill some ancient prophecy of the sombreros if that happens? Almost certainly. You have to eat a buttload of tacos or something. <laughs> <laughs> to bring them back out of novelty hatware to real uh, hatware. Sure. An well, acceptable daily fashion choice. Maybe in um, Mexico. I haven't been there. They could be running around wearing sombreros all the time. Anyhow. Oh, wait, one more text. I just want to say that um, Pete has texted in again. I'm not normally competitive, but Damo sounds lame-o. Whoa. I like Ben better. So we've got a bit of a rivalry going on between our listeners this morning. Which... Well, you probably should like Ben better. It'd be very strange if you fell in love with Damo from just hearing his love text to another man be read out. I've heard that's how many relationships have started. <laughs> just just because I'm perfectly straight and not you know going to be uh, falling in love with another man anytime soon, I still appreciate the love letters. <laughs> But Don't we all? Some have compared the rivalry between Damo and Pete as great as a rivalry of between Sin City and the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start any fights, you know, but uh, feel free to uh, text in on 0427-767-767 if you love us. We've decided to make the show an interactive show. When did we decide this? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so we propose that if you'd like somewhere for the story of Sin City to go, that you text in what you'd like Cindy and Jimmy to be doing next. Sure. And uh, if you like or dislike celebrity heads, <laughs> feel free to uh, voice your opinion on that one because right now I'm unsure. Because we're thinking of retiring either Sin City or celebrity heads or possibly both. And since we don't have a producer, there's the two of us that like everything we do and think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we need feedback from other people. Damo's comment was a good start. <laughs> so Damo doesn't care what we do as long as Ben's doing it. So that's something... I'm not taking on board. <laughs> but let's get into everyone's possibly least favourite segment, our favourite, Celebrity Heads. Celebrity Heads. Heads, 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 heads. Yeah. Can't stop now. This may be the last chance I get. I just want to be famous. famous. You'll never guess any of us. All right. And after last week's thrilling <laughs> edition of Celebrity Heads, where Vicky played the wrong intro and then guessed a horrible, horrible guess, <laughs> I can only assume we're moving up from here. So uh, do you want to guess first, since I'm always guessing first? Okay, I'll go first. So last week I guessed, do I wear fake hair? Which was probably not that helpful. The big N-O. Mm. I got KO'd by an N-O. Sure. So this week... Oh, all I know about myself is that I mail and wear headphones. Yeah, you haven't and really made much I progress since the first couple. Am I Howard Stern? You've already guessed that. That doesn't oh, count. Okay. You, you get another guess because okay, good. You're, Thank you're, you. you're terrible at this game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, okay, what's a guess I can make? Am I famous for owning an animal? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good to know. That narrows out. 
Michael Jackson or something. Michael Jackson and Siegfried and Roy. Are you saying that the animal that they own makes them famous? No, they just also famously own an animal. It's not like, you know, Paris Hilton who's got like Tinkerbell or something. Yeah, that is counted. Yeah, so it's, but uh, (laughs) like, I don't know how many people are famous because of, because of the animal that they own though. Siegfried and Roy. You think before the tiger, they were nothing? Well, it's hard to do tiger tricks with no tiger. That's true. That's true. Yeah. How, before that, they were just rhythmic gymnastics. Who was going to eat? Who was going to eat Siegfried without <laughs> without right. the vicious Roy? Cats on stage? Were you going to do that, Roy? I don't think you were. But I would still go to that show if he was. <laughs> would you like to guess? I was going to guess. Am I on a children's show? Uh, kind of. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a yes. Okay. That. Has this character, because I know I'm a fictional character, mm. has this also appeared on other mediums that isn't just TV? Oh, to be honest, I don't know, but I imagine most likely has been on radio, but it's not famous for that. Oh, uh, okay. So it's, I mean, does, is movies another medium? Yeah. Yes, then. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Was, is this a, this is a live action? Is this a live action character? It's not, like I already established it wasn't a cartoon character. No, it's not a cartoon. But it's, it is a, a show involving like actors and stuff. What do you mean? Like, is it, you know, like a sitcom or kind of stuff, something oh, like that? Oh, so like, are you Jerry Seinfeld or something like that? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not live. It's not acted by an actor. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> that was Celebrity Heads. <laughs> Alright, and that was You've been reminiscing to I was doing my back announcing. <laughs> you did that was. I had to I had to pull you oh, out of, my out bad, of my radio bad. obscurity. Okay. You've been reminiscing about your childhood to Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2. Yeah, I was just leaving it playing a little bit. <laughs> um, so I'd like to get into a new proposal that is not related to Ken's theme. What? It is somewhat related to Ken's theme, really. I think so. I'm sure Ken would be for it. Yeah, exactly. He's he will... a tough guy who can't always defend himself against one of the world's true evils. He will be hadoukening all over the place if you're not relating it back to him. Oh, he's going to be hadoukening all over the place, realising how angry this makes him. Sure. I think that one of the world's greatest evils is being tickled. Yeah, I tend to agree on this one. Do you like being tickled? No. Oh, I hate it. Does anyone like being tickled? Is there someone out there like... Well, bring your wiggling fingers on this boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think uh, there's a good pleasure that comes from tickling someone. Yeah, so, you enjoy tickling. Yeah. It's like so you, even though sick you, pleasure. Sure. But <laughs> it's a pleasure nonetheless. Because you can torture them but not feel bad about it because they're laughing. It's sick. Yeah, it it's makes sick. it makes you feel like they're enjoying it, but really deep down inside, they're probably laughing so much. See, that's the to problem. Mask the pain. My problem is: Would you like me to do an impression of myself being tickled? Always. Ha ha ha! Stop it! Ha ha! Seriously! Ha ha ha! I'm gonna kill you when you stop! Ha ha ha! Where's the knife drawer? I'm gonna slowly remove your skull and then stab you in the heart and take your eyes out. Stop, please, seriously. You're quite um, inventive when you uh, <laughs> in your death threats when you're being tickled. <laughs> See, I think that the problem with tickling is 
It's torture, except the difference between having your fingernails removed and being tickled is that it looks like you enjoy being tickled. Why is the body's reaction to such harsh torture laughing? Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely tough. Maybe that's what they've been doing in Guantanamo. We just uh, secretly didn't know about it. They've just been tickling everyone. Like, <laughs> fine, I'll give you all my secrets. I propose that we start having a little sign or a little hand signal. I haven't decided yet, but maybe a little sign you can fo- laminate and fold up and keep in your wallet that then pops out when you need it that says, please stop, my face is lying. It seems. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this at all. Don't if, believe my loud laughter. It's, it's, I think the hand signal thing works better because what if your sign is not within reach? Oh, no. Then it's... It's like, oh, Vicky's just flailing some more. <laughs> she must be enjoying it. She's yeah. not pulling out the sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if there's no sign or you don't have time to write one, then you must be loving being tickled. <laughs> so why, I think... why are you being tickled so often? <laughs> Who is tickling you? <laughs> I got tickled the other night at a bar by this one person and then I was saying how Someone much I hate it. Someone said that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it is terrifying. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to motivate anyone to stop. So I need... Yeah, at a bar... This is why yeah. you don't need to have big nights going to clubs at 12.30. I know. I get exhausted by being tickled early in the night and go home. The bouncer lets you in. You're like, yes, finally time. I can't wait to get my dance on. And then it's like, oh, my God, I'm being tickled and i got to stab you in the face. Exactly. I need a please stop my face is lying sign to avoid all the murders I plot to commit. Can't you just, like, fight them off or something? No, because the first person tickled me, and then it was so apparent this that I like hated a, it. a tickle conga line. Yeah, it was. It really was. People just went by kicking and tickling. <laughs> <laughs> so the first person tickled me, and I was like, ha-ha, I really hate it. Please don't. Like, it makes me, like, I really hate it. Sure. Um, and then everyone else just went on tickling me. <laughs> so I need to please stop my face is lying. Hand signal or easy to reach sign or perhaps tattoo. It sounds like you were just a sacrificial lamb in this example. Like I was. Someone is like, well, we've got to tickle someone. We don't want to spread out the pain. Let's just uh, let's just use Vicky as our sacrifice, and uh, everyone can enjoy the fact that they get to tickle someone, but only one person gets the uh, the attention and. The, the agony that comes with being tickled. Well, I want to read a few of our texts okay. because we've got some good ones coming in. Damo, again, is texting in saying, uh, perhaps a battle royale can be the subplot of the next Sin City. Hashtag Damo versus Peter. We're hoping that'll trend yeah. by the end of the day. Everyone get on Twitter and hashtag Damo versus Peter because <laughs> I think that could be a great battle royale. I'm not familiar with either of these two apart from their... Gentlemen. Uh, yeah, their, their recent texts, but I am already big fans. Pistols and, or swords? F- fellows <laughs> and they're uh, saying you can't fool me Vicky this is from Vicky's secret admirer that sh- they know you're not wearing anything below the desk but they just told me I'm wearing socks it's so confusing where do you think I put my feet during the show maybe your socks are uh, on I do your... the handstand show you could be wearing your socks on your hands or something I once had to do that in the Grampians I went camping mm-hmm. and it was so cold and I couldn't find my gloves that my hands had to share one sock and my feet had to share one sock and that's what? when I crossed the line between animal and person. <laughs> so you were like hunched over into... No, no, no. My feet were wearing one sock together. Ah. Oh. And my hands were wearing one sock together. I was together. picturing like one hand in each sock on your foot. I didn't try that. Maybe that would have worked, like being a, in a little ball. But no, no. I, think, I think you're always better where you're like sharing a mitten on your hand. I don't... How big are your socks that you can fit like two <laughs> feet into them? They stretch. Luckily, you hadn't darned your socks, so you could use your... Uh, the holes as uh, finger holes. Exactly. Mm. Well, anyway, it looks like we're coming up to the end of the show, so I'll uh, do a bit of a sign-off. I I know this is going to be super unexpected to you, Ben, Mm. but um, you know what you've always wanted? The love of my life to text in on my uh, radio show.
Sure. Okay. Do you want me to text it to you? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> might take a while to show up, so might no just why don't I just say it? Do a verbal text. I will. Have you ever wanted a woman who would never tickle you? Mm. <laughs> Maybe uh to tickling do you part perhaps? That is that was going to be in my uh, vows. <laughs> so I guess that's a yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. I think we found that woman, a woman who's so resourceful that two socks and four limbs doesn't hold her back. Wait a minute, I think I know who this woman is. Who is it? Uh, sounds like you. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Amelia Earhart. Oh, no, she's got Quite too. resourceful. Uh, are you going to find me Amelia Earhart? Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> I would be impressed. Solved him. Centuries old mystery. Yeah. Not centuries. <laughs> it was a mystery nonetheless. Do you want a girl who's not very good at math? <laughs> Is that a plus? I mean, that could just be another fact. I'm not looking specifically for a girl who doesn't know math. So that's not in the vows? Not really. Okay. I don't know math. You know basic math. Marry me. Oh. <laughs> well, please enjoy this song. This is The Legend of Zelda Medley, another one by Lindsay Sterling, who you may have heard previously in the show. Thanks, everyone, for texting in, especially Damo and hashtag Peter. <laughs> hashtag free to Damo make sure versus Peter. Da- hashtag Damo versus Peter trends throughout the day. Yep. We will. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can listen to us on thepropshowzle.com and by thepropshowzle I just mean propshowzle.com yes propshowzle.com you can also like our Facebook page or you can find a link to the Facebook page from the website and you can find all our past episodes um, you can also email us vicky at insaneramblings.net or ben at insaneramblings.net or if you want to play a bit of a Russian roulette with your email podcast at insaneramblings.net feel free to uh, listen in again next week at 11am on Sin thanks everyone for listening and you'll be joined now by... Yeah, who is it, Vicky? Who is it? <laughs> I can't remember the next show. Oh, nice. Seamless. Well, good save. <laughs> See you guys. nightmare last night but anyway we won't go into that uh, why'd you bring it up <laughs> i don't know i was just came to mind <laughs> sure well because i was t- thinking of it and then i was like actually there's probably nothing more boring than hearing about the dreams of another person yeah we'll save that for the podcast yes yeah, so
<laughs> it's in ramblings.